Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes. I don't even know if that's right. What am I doing? This is not. Oh my gosh. Good morning, all y'all. How are you this morning? Yeah, still a little horse. A little horsey. But see, the thing is, horses. I don't think horses are horse. I don't think Holstein horses exist. The way Mr. Holstein explained it to me, Holstein is a breed of cow, which. (laughs) I fit perfectly. (laughs) Oh, how is everyone this morning? It's Tuesday morning, November the 14th, 2023, and this is episode 115 of the Holstein House broadcast. Um, I'm Robin Holstein, and this is Holstein House. Well, this is the bunker at Holstein House. For those of you who are uh, viewing the video, you can see my little workspace here. Uh, behind me, those of you who may not ever have um, seen the video before may not know, I have moved, I've been a couple different places in the house doing the, uh, doing the broadcast, and I kind of settled here down in what I call the bunker, it's the basement, it's where my, my workspace is for my regular job, which is well besides being proprietor, uh, or proprietist, if you want to get fancy of Holstein House bed and breakfast. I, I I operate Robin's desktop from here and Robin's desktop is a mobile notary and an administrative consultant business. And I started it in, um, I technically started it in 2005, but I went to full time in 2007. Um, and I originally was providing um, virtual assistant services before it got popular. I mean, we're talking, you know, 2005, 2006, 2007, before anybody really understood what a virtual assistant was. And uh, I ended up kind of evolving that into um, an administrative consulting business as uh, smaller businesses would come and ask me to do small things and ask me to help them uh, get uh, get their administration set up, and um, then I moved into the mobile notary business, and uh, I haven't done a lot of it this year because of taking care of dad, but it, as a notary, um, I'm trained to help with um, paperwork related to, you know, like um, refinancing home loans and um, closing home loans and uh, selling properties and stuff, so Sometimes I'll have people, companies contact me. I'm on a list of certified and bonded and all that stuff. Um, I'll have people contact me and say, I have a client who's selling a piece of property. Most frequently it's in Florida. They're selling some property in Florida. They're visiting family in Charleston. Can you help them with the paperwork? Because I'm background checked and bonded and all that stuff, they'll, um, they'll forward the documents to me and I take them and sit down with them and I go through them and, and I'm the witness in the notary for the paperwork. And uh, it's fun. I've met a lot of interesting people that way. I've been to some sketchy places. I've, I, a lot of the work uh, would come through like um, 
like J.G. Wentworth, you remember those jingles, it's my money and I want it now. So I would get contacted by companies working for like J.G. Wentworth type places and people would be getting annuities and they're selling parts of their annuities for cash. So let's say I had a $10,000 annuity, I need some cash, I go to a company like J.G. Wentworth and they say, okay, we'll, you'll sign that 10000 over to us, we'll give you 7,000 or so. I mean, you, you take a big hit on it when you do that. Um, but I would go to some places and, uh, and I would uh, facilitate that paperwork. And a lot of those people were really in bad shape with illnesses and injuries and stuff. One guy's house. Oh, it was, it was really, oh, it was really third world. It was really bad. And, um, I like to never found it because the weeds had grown up around it. And, um, and then he had, bugs crawling on the kitchen table. It was, it was pretty gross, but I was there to facilitate the paperwork so he could get some money to work on the roof. It was, it was crazy, but you're not here to hear that. And I probably lost a lot of people because they say, get right to it, get right to it. Don't play around. Tell people what you're going to tell them today. We're going to talk about among other things, I'm sure, um, creating holiday special things, specials for your guests, special, uh, We've talked before a lot about special rates and special promotional things like that. I'm going to talk a little bit about special um, little trinkets and gifts and things just to make their their stay nice around the holidays. And uh, uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, again, like I've been saying the last few times, I do see the numbers and I appreciate that you're there. And uh, I really wish you'd reach out. And I had a dream last night. People were trying to reach me and I wasn't getting the like the the. Um, the content or the uh, contact page was being thrown into a spam folder and I had all these comments and which I actually did have the other day when I was working on the website <laughs> in the back end, but they were, they were legit spam. It was like Russian stuff that it was pages of that, but I did have a dream that people were trying to reach me that way and I didn't know it. And so they were feeling bad because I wasn't getting back to them please go to robinholstein.com, go to the contact page, fill something out, say, hello, I'm here. Especially if you don't see a comment back from me on one of the podcast apps. I don't have all of them on my phone. I mean, there's just so many, but um, um, I'd love to, I'd love to be able to give you a special shout out. And I'm going to do that again today to, and if I hope I pronounce it correctly, and Joey, you tell me if I don't, you know, spell it out for me phonetically. Hooked on phonics did work for me. Didn't work for my son, but it worked for me. <laughs> Joey Delage, I think is the name. Joey Delage over on the Fountain FM app has, uh, was, gave me a very generous boost uh, for the last episode. And I greatly, greatly appreciate that, Joey. And I'd like to hear a little more about you. Just the next time you make a comment, which you can do, you don't have to always boost, but you can make a comment over there. I think it's like 10 sats or something just a comment. Um, tell me a little more about yourself, Joey. I'd, I'd love to hear some more and uh, to be able to share it with folks. And I, I do appreciate you and everybody else over on Fountain. And over on Rumble, um, I see Jesse Howie's over there again this morning, and I do appreciate that, Jesse. And uh, I, it's, it's, I swear, I promise, I may ask Santa. I may ask Santa to get me one of those better monitors so that I can have you know, all over right here, like the big fancy boys do. <laughs> so I don't have to turn my head all the time to see everybody. But it's good to have you over there, Jesse. And I hope we tell, say, share something today that you're interested in. And uh, be sure, and I don't like to do this early on because maybe you won't like it. But if you can only stop in for a few minutes, please 
hit whatever version of like is on whatever version of media you're you're following me through if it's on youtube or rumble and fountain has a like app and um and be sure and share uh, the link to help me grow the, grow the channel. Um, I'm, I really, I always say I'm going to try to dial myself in and focus a little better, but I'm such an unfocused person. I'm such an eclectic person. I'm all over the place all the time. So it's, um, it's hard for me and uh, I, I'd love to be able to focus a little more. <laughs> and I know a lot of you guys listening would love to have that too. So we'll hop right on in and and get going. I've been rolling about eight uh, eight minutes here, saying a whole lot of nothing, and I don't want to waste your time this morning. All right. So just in general, things still still about the same here uh, at the uh, at Holstein House with the BNB. I still have the calendar closed. Got Dad to an appointment yesterday, just a checkup appointment. The our uh, general practitioner has moved his office to a different location, and. Um, it, I guess it's a better location. I don't know. Um, it's kind of almost in a bad part of town. It's not quite. If you go a few blocks, it would be. But anyway, the offices smell like new paint. And I had a headache and he was behind. He's not usually behind, but I think it's because they're still getting used to the new building and and things there. But um, he he did okay. The doctor was pleased with him. There was... Um, I did notice now Friday dad had the injections in his spine, in his sacroiliac joint. And um, he said, of course, they numb you up and stuff. So Friday he was feeling okay. Saturday he said he was fairly sore. But I suspect that's more along the lines of being on the table because <laughs> daddy's got a beer gut. It's not from beer, but it's a beer gut. And um, so when he lays on his stomach, which you have to do to get those injections, it throws your you know, whole system out. And... Uh, he was sore from that. And Sunday, he said he felt okay. Monday, I noticed that he walked a lot better to the car than he had been. And he says he's not sure if the injection was helping. I could see that something had changed. It looked a lot better. So um, I think that this first injection has helped some. He'll go back to follow-up appointment for that on the 27th, Monday the 27th. And uh, we'll talk to the doctor some more about that and we'll find out more about his MRI. But there's been a couple people that asked me on uh, Noster about dad and how he's doing. And if you're out there and you hear me, that's that's how he's doing. He's doing OK. He's not had any health like flu or 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 um, or chest issues or anything like that. So he's been holding sta stable there. He's mostly been dealing with his back in the last few weeks. Um, and so let's see, I was supposed to have an eye exam today and I changed it. <laughs> I'm tired of going to appointments all the time. I really am. It's just constant. It's been like, it's like four appointments last week and, and one today or one yesterday. And I just, I'm just wore out from them. Um, I'll go back on the 22nd. Well, I don't go back. I go for my MRI on the 22nd for my lungs. Um, I'm not sure what's going on there. The um, inhaler, I'm still using it like I'm supposed to, taking all my other medicines like I'm supposed to. I don't know if the inhaler is still, I guess it's still helping the cough, but I still, I don't, I don't know. I'm still getting winded very quickly. And I hope, obviously, I hope the test comes back and it just says, hey, you're fat, lose some weight, um, which I'll be okay with that. I just, I don't know. I guess the longer that I'm sitting here thinking about it, 
the more things I'm coming up with could be wrong. <laughs> you know how your mind plays, you just sit there and you think of all these things. Oh my gosh, it could be this. Oh, it could be that. Oh, and what if it's this? And what if they have, I mean, you just, that's, uh, that's, um, that's the, the bad part of waiting. <laughs> you just don't know. You just don't know what's going on. But uh, so we still have the calendar closed. I'm probably going to just leave it closed through Thanksgiving. I um, I just it's going to be very stressful if I don't. And I just don't need that on top of some things that's going on. And that's the beauty of working for yourself and doing things like this. You can set your own schedule. You don't have to be a slave to uh, everybody else. I, the only thing I do have to remember to do is go into the calendar and adjust the calendar and make sure that nobody can sneak because I've have forgotten in the past sometimes to close the calendar and I'll wake up. It seems like everybody books at the in the middle of the night, like at 10 or 11 o'clock and I'll wake up and there'll be a booking for two days. I'm like, oh, <laughs> the room's ready and everything, but you know, I've got just regular stuff like everybody does in the and I'll close that and uh, and forget to to change the calendar. And then there you go. But I I do enjoy having people here. It's just this I don't. It's just been so stressful this year with medical appointments. I it's kind of frustrating. But if you are lucky enough to direct book, <laughs> let me swing around to direct book. Um, Opus Pro says that I don't transition very well, which I do not transition very well. But if you are wanting to stay, uh, you can always reach out to me separately. But if you go on the uh, go to robinholstein.com and go to Holstein House, you'll get the um, link to the direct book. And if you direct book, if you have the if we have the dates open and you are able to direct book and you use the promo code broad five, B-R-O-A-D five, you get five percent off your entire stay for direct booking. I don't do that for Airbnb. Um, Airbnb takes part of, and I mean, okay, they take part of, but I, I can't adjust the rates enough to make up for what they take. You wouldn't pay it. You wouldn't book my my single room here, you know, for what I would need to do it to get a fair amount back out of Airbnb. So I don't do discounts on Airbnb. Discounts are for direct book only. Love to have Airbnb people, they are a big part of the income for Holstein House, but um, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't discount Airbnb. Haven't heard any more from Airbtc, which is the one uh, that they're doing on uh, with with the alternative uh, platforms with um, payment through Bitcoin. Um, I think I'm going to ask the guy, I'm, I think I'm going to ask the guy if I can interview him for a few minutes. I, the timing is, um, let me see if I can get to my world clock here. It's, I think he's in Johannesburg. Um, world clock, Johannesburg, it's 5.15 p.m. now, and it is uh, 10.15 in where I'm at in the morning. So, um. Oh, shoot, there's a message from my, we have to use an online pharmacy where my husband works. And I've got a, I shouldn't have fooled with that phone. I've got a message there that they need me to call the doctor to get approval for a refill. It's never ending, <laughs> never ending. But I think I'm going to reach out to um, 
the guy over at AirBTC and see if he'll let me give me 10 or 15 minutes of time to, to interview him. That sounds like a plan, doesn't it? I love it when a plan comes together, except they never do. Because <laughs> I always get something hit by a bus, as Phoebe said. Bam, you're hit by a bus. <laughs> if you ever watched um, the sitcom Friends, I love Phoebe's character. I love Phoebe. I never have heard on that show. If anybody knows, why does Phoebe almost always wear a skirt or a dress? I've tried to look that up one time, never found any, any reference to it. Very seldom will you see the character of Phoebe in pants. Jeans or pantsuit, doesn't matter. Very rarely, very rarely, but I love her character. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I talked about dad. I talked about the MRI. I talked about the inhalers kind of not working. I mean, I guess it is working, but it feels like it's kind of not. <clears throat> and then I get so self-conscious about it. And um, I hate what it's doing to my vocal cords. I hope that's not permanent. I hope when I go back to him and tell him, look, I don't want to be this way all the time. He gives me a different brand or something. So there's not a whole lot been going on with um, clearing out any of the buildings because of all the appointments, I swear if you had to walk with me as I did all, not just walk, but drive, I'm constantly going. I very, I just don't have a lot of time. And I mean, I've got as much as anybody else, but I don't have a lot of time set aside or to set aside to do stuff. Oops. You can't fall over. You might disconnect me. Um, my internet was glitchy again this morning. So I'm uh, streaming off my uh, uh, hotspot on my phone. So we won't have any, I mean, it was, it's been glitchy of the mornings for a while and I'm getting aggravated with that because I have stuff I need to do. So the emergency house is still where it was. Uh, the basement is still, or the bunker is still where it's been. I do have my bike thingy. It got delivered and I need to get it put together and I want to video that, but it's heavy. I don't know if I can get it in the house. <laughs> it's, it's one of these things you put the front wheel of the bike on it, a regular bike. And you tighten up the tension so that you have some resistance so that you use a, your regular bike as an exercise bike. And it didn't cost me a whole lot on Amazon. I used my last, um, the money for my last guest to pay for it. <laughs> but I want to do a video putting it together, but I got to get it in the house first. So. Uh, I'm still reading. I was running uh, the audiobook, The Gift of Fear, and I've still got like six hours on that stupid thing. And I say stupid only been this. The book has taken a week to listen to. I mean, if you sat down and didn't stop, um, it. I want to say I like it, but it's kind of it, the author kind of spends a lot of time with scenarios and I'm kind of one of these people that get get right to the point get to the point get to the point um I don't do well with drawn out stories and I don't write the drawn out stories very well either so the few times that I've tried to write um whether it be a book book or just a short story or something it just drives me crazy because I want to go you know see spot see spot run and just <laughs> be done Oh, there's nothing going on with the gardens. I haven't split my uh, ferns yet. I've been looking up. Um, I looked up. I'm afraid to do it, but 
I looked up on on overwintering ferns. I got to cut my beautiful ferns down like really short. I hate that they're gorgeous. If they were cheapo ferns from Walmart, and because I have done well with them this year, I've treated them nicely this year. I watered them twice a day like you're supposed to. They got gorgeous and large. Usually they turn brown and die, but these did very well. So I want to split them and try to keep them instead of trying to buy them every year. And uh, we'll see how that happen works. I just hate to do it. And I have to find time to do it. <laughs> so, but there's, as far as food gardening, there's nothing going on there. I keep thinking I want to try a, a cold weather garden, you know, with um, cabbage and stuff and lettuces that do good in cold weather. And I just haven't done it. I just haven't done it. I'd love to know if you do that, if you have a cold, a second garden or a colder weather garden, like spinaches and kale and all, all those that like the cooler weather. I'd love to hear your comments on how well your gardens do and um, uh, what all you, what all you grow, what all you grow. So the chickens are still molting. I'm still getting about... I'm getting at least an egg a day on average, but I'm, I'm getting two. I'm getting a white and a brown egg most of the time. But every now and again, I go out and there's not but one. And um, so my leghorn's still molting. One of my ice is still molting. My my Easter eggers, uh, Gronk, is still molting. And uh, so they're not contributing. The ducks are continued. To, the two continue to lay. The two older ones are not. And so now I'm starting to think... Um, from what I read, they still should be on occasion laying, but I'm not finding any eggs, any other additional eggs. And the pecan eggs are really huge, so I would know those. I don't know how long I'm going to keep those girls. Um, I don't like dispatching my my poultry. Um, I just don't like it. And um, I, but I I I'm not getting return, and they're not pets, so it's it's hard to walk that line. Um, because they're not pets, and um, I don't want them to be, I mean, I don't pick them up and carry them around or anything, you know, they do come close, but they don't, I can't, I don't pick them up, um, so I, that's something I've got to, I've really got to decide that soon, um, what to do with my ducks that aren't laying. At the church, uh, things are still going good at the church, are going fairly steady, I should say, um, this week we start, uh, uh, in the book of Revelations, we're discussing the fall of Babylon, uh, chapter 19, 19 in the book of Revelation. And we're going to double up a couple so that we finish the book of Revelation before the holidays so that we can focus a little more on the more traditional holiday message um, of the uh, of the first coming of Christ as a child So, uh, and the Christmas story there. And uh, that's going well. This week, um, our West Virginia State University Extension Office is supposed to come. I have reached out to John several times in the past week, and I'm not getting an answer from him. Um, I'm really concerned. I know he's the director. I know he's very busy. And the young lady that was working with him has uh, left. She's moved to Washington, D.C. She's going to be working out there with the Park Service, I think she said, um, monitoring trees or something in dc <laughs> it, it made sense when she told me but i don't remember enough about it now to know but um so we're supposed to have a an evening uh event called and he's called it turkey talk which i kind of don't like but it's not my project 
<laughs> so he's got to do it on his own. And I haven't heard from him. I haven't heard from him. I It's supposed to be tomorrow, and I haven't heard from him. So uh, I got, uh, we have our annual charge conference, which you go your local church, and then we have, uh, we work, there's two churches in our charge, which is like a, a division or what you want to call it that. And then um, we have a district, which we're in Nine Rivers District, which, which encompasses a, a certain amount of counties. And then the state's called the annual conference. I, it's dumb wording. I don't know why they call it that way, but that's how it works. So our, our local church, um, we have to work out our um, reports and stuff for this year and get that all taken care of. There's forms, a bunch of forms. And we're going to get that taken care of. Then Sunday is our charge conference with the other church that's in our group. And uh, we're going to get that worked out. And I've been working on those forms today and yesterday. And oh my gosh, I don't know who designed them, but they're a nightmare to fill out. It's like they want everything printed and handwritten. It's just dumb. I'm trying to do it on, on the computer using uh, Word and, and Google Docs and stuff. And it's just like, shoot me now. Because whoever created them just didn't create them to be done that way. And they haven't updated them to uh, to make it that way. Um, and it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But there's there's like 18 different files that we've got to fill out. And re reports. It's just dumb. It's dumb. I know why they need it. They need to, they need to validate. They need to validate and keep track of and make sure everybody's marching in step. I shouldn't say it that way, but... That's what it feels like sometimes. I'm not dissing my my, my uh, denomination. It's just I've never had to deal with this kind of weirdness in a church before. But I was always just a congregate and not a board member. So yay for board members. Um, real quick, some news I want to share with you. You know, we've been talking about um, on Fridays primarily, but we've been talking about ways, to, things to prep. You know, five preps for this and five preps for that. And here, this this is one we've talked about before, but it's an example that I want to share with you. And um, I'm going to open this and see if I can. Oh, yeah, let's see if it'll do that. Come on, open up. I'm not going to try to switch screens, but I'm, I want to just read a little bit of this to you. Just so you have an idea, this is going on in Charleston, on the west side of Charleston. And the west side of Charleston tends to be a more um, um, poverty-stricken area and um, more crime-ridden area. And it's just, well, the west side isn't technically the best side, even though they like to say that because it rhymes. But the west side of Charleston had a significant water leak on, I think it was Saturday. And the water, I, I don't I don't know how this happened. I mean, there had to be other leaks somewhere. I don't get it. Uh, maybe I missed the the reporting that was done that explained it. But um, there was water that got into the gas lines, the natural gas lines of people on people's homes on the west side. One guy in the reporting this morning on the news said there was well over a couple gallons in his gas meter so somehow there was a water main break so number one you're without fresh water you're on a boil water advisory once it gets put back so you're going to have to have alternative sources of water 
And unfortunately, this time of year, there's water available at the stores and stuff. So it's not a big deal. It wasn't a um, like a natural disaster that took out the entire water plant or anything. But so but those folks had to find alternative sources of water. But that water got into the gas lines, the major gas lines. And there's water in the gas meters of some of these folks' home. So we've talked a little bit about before um, alternative sources of stuff like alternative sources for heat, like using gas instead of electric or using propane instead of electric, if your electric goes out. Well, in this case, you, there's a lot of folks, now not, I don't imagine they had it over there on the west side of Charleston, but there are people, and we were considering doing this, and Mr. Holstein hasn't finished the project yet, but he's working on it, using a, um, a, a generator. He's converting a, a, a propane generator to a natural gas generator so that he could hook up our natural gas lines because the thought was well a lot of times the electric goes out you still have gas so you could run you know the gas generator and in this case you wouldn't be able to if I was living on the west side and I had that generator I wouldn't be able to use it because there's water in the gas lines who'd have thought water in the natural gas lines so it's uh this story real quick it says mountaineer gas which is the the company that services our gas accounts says they'll have to go to every they have to send a a service tech to every resident and business impacted and services will be assessed on a case-by-case -case basis and customers are expected to be without service for several more days. They're talking like into Friday. And we had temperatures this morning of like, I think it was 35 outside this morning. And it's only going to get up to almost 60 in a house that gets down, you know, when it's that cold out, it doesn't warm up that much. So, um, it says customers are expected to be without service for several more days because they have to wait for water to be purged from the gas line to make significant restorations. All meters of the customers affected are off and restoration of service will require visiting each resident business to assess on a case-by-case -case basis to restore. That's a repeat of the paragraph above. I don't know why I didn't catch that. They say they are working with West Virginia American Water and the city of Charleston, which this is, that was in the city limits, uh, to open up warming stations. And as a result of the outages, outages Mary C. Snow, Westside Elementary School, which is only a few blocks away from where the crews are working, was closed. So the kids in that area who were already having problems um, culturally because that area of town is, is tends to be a more poverty uh stricken and more uh, violent um, conditions there are they can't, kids can't go to school and they don't have any gas and the old folks don't, I mean it's just crazy that a water main break would get into your gas lines uh, I'd love to know I mean you'd have I was talking to dad was talking about it while we were waiting for his appointment yesterday and I said how in the world do you get that kind of water in the gas line he said I don't know it had to be a pretty big hole you know obviously um, says anyone affected by this is being urged not to fix anything by yourself and to wait for a mountaineer gas official. So yeah, don't go fix your own gas line. But now that might be a case. I don't know. I couldn't have fixed it myself anyway. Mr. Holstein might have because he, uh, he used to do that kind of stuff. He used to do that kind of work. Where'd my thingy go? There it is. So when we're talking about prepping, who'd have thought in your wildest dreams that a water line break would take your gas heat out? 
or your gas cook stove. So you got to have redundancies. This is a real life up-to-date thing that was this week. Um, today's uh, the um, the 14th. That happened, I think, on the 10th or the 11th because it was it was Veterans Day, uh, Saturday the 11th. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? You know, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And then uh, what? Something that's good. Real quick before I get on to the uh, to the thing you do. This was good. I thought. Um, well, depending on your perspective, but I think most of the folks that might be listening to me would appreciate this. It says West Virginia has a high percentage of homeschooled students. It says West Virginia is ranked high on the percentage of students being homeschooled, a study by Lending Tree found. Homeschooling rates are still up from being from before the COVID pandemic, Lending Tree says. In 2019, 2.8% of families homeschooled their children, while during the 2020-2021 school year, 6.8% said they did at least some homeschooling. And according to the study, West Virginia is number five on the list with 8.2% of families homeschooling. The Mountain State is behind Alaska, Idaho, Tennessee at 8.5, and Oklahoma. So those are the top five. And then there's Alabama, Arkansas, Virginia, North Dakota, and Missouri round out the top ten. So we are in good company. Something good for a change. Now, perhaps that's a reflection on our our, our poorly performing state-sponsored school systems. But, um, you know, I bravo, West Virginia. Bravo, West Virginia. I'm glad. I'm glad to see that. And uh, uh, I just hope it fleshes out that, uh, that the kids that are being homeschooled really do well. And uh, we can do better by our children soon it's it's really you know it used to be it back in the day back in my day um not back in my day though but it used to be uh oh you were taught more at home um many 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 years ago um you did have some uh schooling in a um group setting and the and the lucky kids got to go to school that way the kids that could be let you know allowed to go away from the farm um the kids that uh, their parents had uh, the means to send them um and to help provide for them for them to go to school and now uh it's it's in and so it's switching back around to where the kids who whose parents don't have the means to homeschool them um get sent to public school and get the crappy education that so many of our kids are getting from our public schools. Um, I'm sorry to say, or I'm sorry to have to say, because it's just true. Our public educations are letting our kids down hard, hard. And we're going to pay the price for us in our, for in our old ages. Because kids can't, can't do stuff, can't do basic stuff. And they're going to rely on equipment and things that they can't take care of and that they don't know how it works. And it's just going to be, it's just going to be done. <clears throat> Let me take a cup, a drink of my cold coffee. Excuse me. I know the hoarseness is from uh, my, the larynx and the, and the coffee doesn't get down that far, but it does cause me to strain and then my throat gets dry. So 
I apologize for that. Well, now for a little bit of what we came to talk about today, we're going to talk just a little bit about creating a holiday special for your guests. If you host guests, whether just for fun, whether it's family or for a B&B out of your home or even a B&B that's not in your home, it's on an offsite. Um, you know, during the holidays, we got to remember our guests when we have them as well. And coming up with a couple of fun things for them can help encourage repeat guests, repeat visitors. Um, I've often shared with you that my guests don't tend to repeat because they're traveling. They're traveling one direction. Um, they're either moving, they're going to a meeting uh, or something, and they're just stopping over for the for the night. They're not coming for long-term stays. Uh, we had the, the young couple here uh, a couple weekends ago that were going to a concert in town. They came up from North Carolina to do that. <clears throat> And uh, they're really nice people, but I don't tend, I'm not in an area where people are frequently returning. I'm not in a touristy spot so that um, um, like every year they're coming, like, let's just take the beach, for example. Like some, some people go to the same um, hotel every year when they go to the beach on vacation. I'm not in one of those kind of spots. There's, you can go to Charleston. There's not a whole lot of, oh, every year we come to Charleston to do X or Y. <clears throat> now, for a little while, I was including in my broadcast uh, some of the events that were coming up in uh, in my local area within a 45 minutes to an hour's drive of where I am. And I didn't get a lot of return on that. So um, I, I, I stopped doing that. I, I don't know if I'll pick it back up or not. Uh, I There's a lot of things that I've tried in the last year. Uh, since I started the uh, the broadcast, some things have worked and some things have not, obviously. And I try to give a little bit of time. I don't like just do it once or twice. I try to continue something for a period of time to see if it's going to pick things up. And when it does, you know, I like to continue it. When it doesn't, I like to tweak it. <clears throat> but right now we're going to, but the, <laughs> this my poor transitioning skills here. Um, one of the things that I like to do for my guests is coffee. Now, there's a lot of folks out there um, that are in the making their own coffee business. You know, they'll roast coffees. They've got these big expensive roasters and they'll roast coffees and they'll bag it and they'll sell it and more power to them. I'm glad somebody needs to do that. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. But I do buy uh, some roasted coffee from a local roaster and uh, it's called Coal River Coffee. It It's about a 45-minute drive for me to go get it. And I talked to them briefly about doing a private label thing. But honestly, I don't have enough um, business to justify that. Now, would it maybe increase business? I don't know, maybe. But coffee is something that I like to offer for my drag book guests. Freshly ground. So I will get, uh, I, I have, I'll get a, a one pound bag of Coal River coffee. Uh, and I, and you know, it's, it's an, it's a, um, it's an add on for my direct book guests. Do you want, would you like to have freshly ground coffee um, this morning? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. So if you have fresh ground, I have the little um, espresso pots. I have a French press and I have the drip, the bun, bun machine for the drip where I can pack it in a little uh, reusable K-cup and you can throw it in a creek, which I kind of think 
messes it all up. But, you know, <laughs> that's what you want to do. So off, having your guest, having some special coffees, having um, a chocolate stick, having a peppermint stick, having something that you can add to the coffee during the holidays to make it a special little treat is, is very nice. Um, the little um, espresso pot that I have, I actually got it off an auction site. I didn't pay for it new. So I, and, and I look for things like that instead of buying them new, because I don't, I don't need the newest and the greatest. I just need to have something. My, um, my French press, I got also at an auction site and it has the, uh, it has a, a logo on it. And I've shown you in one of my videos, uh, previous videos, how to remove a lot of those logos, either with alcohol, rubbing alcohol, or nail polish remover. You have to be careful about the about the um, surface, but you can get a lot of those logos off. Uh, Gugon might work. I, I haven't had to try Gugon. Now, I have used Gugon on uh, uh, some of the glues that they use on labels. I used to just use either... Crisco oil or Crisco um, shortening or oils, you know, food-based food, -based food uh, oils, but it would take a while and I just got impatient. I'm not anti-chemical, I'm anti-unnecessary, so I just have, I have a little bottle of the Goo Gone to take, uh, take the labels and the, and, the, and the glue off of stuff quickly. I don't have time to fool around with stuff, <laughs> but you can, you can take, uh, in the case of the, the, um, French press. Um, it was part of a, a club setup. So you, you, you ordered this thing and they would send you different coffee brands every month on a subscription. And, but I, I got the, I got the press, uh, at an auction site. So it, it didn't, you know, it was like $3 plus shipping. So brand new, it would have been a lot more than that, but, and just some nail polish remover on a soft cloth or a towel and just, you know, take that logo off there. And then you got your own. Um, but it's an offering for my guests if they would like to have it. So that's that's one thing. Then I came across a page that um, that had a shark um, charcuterie board made of hot chocolate um, add-ons. So embellishments. So the it was laid out like a charcuterie board, which is, you know, cold, cold cuts and cheese and stuff uh, board that you do uh, that was popular for a while. But you take um, marshmallows, you take peppermint sticks, you take um, chocolate sticks dipped in um, peppermint crunch, you know, crumbles, you and um, uh, chocolate chips in, in a container. And you just you just lay out this little charcuterie board with all of these embellishments and all these flavorings to add to chocolate or coffee for that matter. And you can make your own, uh, your own blend of hot chocolate. There's a lot of recipes out there to do that and, and have something very special for your guests that way. Also cookies, you know, you can get um, um, cookie mixes. You can have them made. You can buy them. I sometimes will take, uh, I have a, a, a pedestal, cake plate with a, clear, a glass cake plate with the domed lid. We, I got it for a wedding gift 20 some years ago. I still have it, but I'll keep it set out. And I put a little doily on the bottom, a little paper doily, and I put a plas clear plastic plate 
and you can get the clear plastic plates at, um, I think you can get them at Walmart and Sam's and stuff. Uh, sometimes the dollar stores and stuff, but sometimes I nick one from an event. So if I go to an event and they have these little clear plastic plates, I'll pick up two or three just to have. And the idea is I put that clear, pl class, clear plastic plate on top of that paper doily. And so you see the doily, but the doily's not getting soiled by the food. And then I'll put cookies on that plate and candies and I'll put that that cake lid on it and it sits on the table and they can help themselves to it I also do that with uh, sweet sweet buns and sticky buns and stuff I'll make a few and you know because I only have two guests at a time so I'll make a, a few uh, sticky buns and get the little little thing from the the store if I'm not making it myself and put those in there and you can get those little domes or it, you can you can find them a lot of times at the thrift shops just there and you'll find the smaller ones, which are made for a cheese plate. And I will, t and, and but the bottom, the plate will be gone from the cheese plate. So it's just the dome. And, and I'll, I'll take the dome and put over a seasonal plate, like a side salad plate. And use that to put a few cookies or, or a few uh, sweet things or, or even the, um, because I have little um, one ounce stainless steel cups that I put the, uh, butter the cream cheese and the uh, grape jelly in for their breakfast and I'll put that on the little little seasonal plate and I'll put that little dome lid over it to keep any dust out and I'll have that set out for them in the mornings you know and I'll have the table ready to go and all the major foods are covered so that you know the cat's not getting in it the dogs aren't sniffing it you know which they don't anyway but and then when the folks uh, when the guests sit down to eat they just take those lids off and there's all this cute stuff and you can also do like melt and pour chocolates and get your own little molds and design up some melt and pour chocolates and set those in the guest room. And you can make them seasonal, you know, pumpkin flavored or, or peppermint flavored or white chocolate and just all kinds of things that you can do um, for something special for your guests when they come to stay during the holidays. So, excuse me for that long pause. I was taking a really deep breath. <laughs> oh, as best as I could. <laughs> I tell you, I'll be glad to figure out what's going on. I am so I I don't like I don't like being limited in anything. I, I don't like being limited um, with this, not knowing what's going on. And you know, if I can figure out what it is, I just go tell the man just fix it. I need to get moving. I can't piddle around like this. Um, it's frustrating for me. And I know it's kind of frustrating to listen to as well. Um, let me see if I can get this um, page for this charcuterie. This uh, it's It looks great. I really want to try it. Um, I need to find out if my son and his sweet thing is are coming in for um, for the holidays. Now, this, this site that I saw this on is AspenJ.com. And... Uh, let me see if there's a good shot of this that I can show you real quick. Um, I don't see I don't see a good uh, pulled back image of the whole thing. Um, there's that there. I wonder if it'll 
I don't think it's going to be get big enough for the whole page there. Well, that's all right. I will show it to you anyway. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do that. So I hope you can see this. I will uh, let me let me look over here on my uh, on my Rumble page. Oh, it's got that dumb average. You know, Rumble wears me out because they have a um, you have to put a placeholder uh, video in that sits there at the beginning of your um, of your live stream. So I don't know where it's going to pick up. I want to make sure that I can see it, that you can see this. But anyway, so go ahead. And, so this is this site is AspenJ.com, and she is talking about hot chocolate charcuterie board. And what you can see here is really the best layout. It's um, it's um, I don't know if you can see my the pointer on my. I don't think you can. I don't think you can see it. It doesn't look like it over there on Rumble. So what you see is, uh, you if you're looking at the page uh, in the 12 o'clock position, you have chocolate chips in a um, ramekin. Doesn't have to be a ramekin. Can be anything you want. And then around that ramekin dish, you have different types of marshmallows. You have um, what look like peppermint marshmallows. You have plain mini marshmallows. I don't know what the ones in the upper right-hand corner are. Um, but you also have peppermint sticks. You have some white chocolate. Now I'm going counterclockwise. You see the pe peppermint sticks. There's some white chocolate next to the peppermint sticks. She has, it looks like coconut. I don't know anybody that would put coconut in their hot chocolate. But, you know, to each his or her own there. Uh, she also has some crushed up peppermint sticks and uh, in that little um, ramekin there and some larger marshmallows. And then I think that you don't see them there very well. There's some to the uh, right of the uh, ramekin of crushed peppermint down in there because you can't see my, the, the pointer of my mouth so I can't it there's looks to be some caramels uh, wrapped in cellophane and then on the left hand side you see what looks like some peppermint sticks dipped in chocolate with uh, peppermint on them as well here's another view that you can see there, oh that one is a coffee cup ramekins and coffee cups that is very interesting very neat this is what I was talking about here is um, that might be, uh, I can't make it out. That might be like sticks dipped in chocolate and then rolled in peppermint and marshmallows. Here's another shot of the charcuterie board. It's a little more pulled out. Here she's got some cinnamon sticks in as well. And there's the caramels down at the bottom. I don't know what those uh, little tree shapes are supposed to be and she talks about how to put it together how to get your serving dishes together and for those of you who are listening I'm just kind of scrolling through this website of aspen.j aspenj.com slash hot chocolate charcuterie board I'll have the link down in the description 
Uh, so if you guys want to go over there. So it looks like she's got uh, peppermint chips um, melted into trees. Okay, those little trees were peppermint chips, like chocolate chips on there, peppermint. Uh, Andy's mints, mini chocolate chips, white chocolate chips, snowman marshmallows, marshmallows, mini marshmallows, vanilla bean marshmallows, sweetened coconut flakes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like coconut really, but crushed candy canes, soft peppermint sticks, sea salt caramels. Oh, I love caramels. Uh, chocolate stir sticks. Learn how to make your own. Chocolate sprinkles. Um, and you can use uh, pirouette cookies. That's those round, yummy things that you get like at the off store. Coarse sea salt. Caramel sauce, chocolate sauce, and whipped cream. So, yeah, if you wanted to keep your sauces, you'd have to find a way to keep them melted, though. Here's the Andy's candies. And they learn how to make your own sticks. She talks about mapping out your board. And we, anytime you do a charcuterie or any kind of tray like that, I mean, charcuterie is a fancy word for the um, for the meats, the cold cuts and stuff. Um, but, anytime, I mean, it's just setting out like hors d'oeuvres. Old-style hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> so... That's fun. That was what caught my eye the most that I thought, uh, you know, um, that'd be something fun to talk about uh, doing for your guests, having um, a series of uh, fun chocolates, fun treats, um, specialty items that, and like for us here at Holstein House, we wouldn't have a lot unless we were having dinner uh, with the family and stuff. But that would be a fun, a mini charcuterie board with a, with enough for two, uh, two servings, one for each person or maybe four so that each person can have two servings of the candies and the chocolates. But I, I really find a lot of my guests, they don't, when they're stopping, they're not into any of that. I can ask them, I'll set out um, some extra things, extra cookies and stuff. Most of the time they don't fool with them. Now, every now and again, somebody will. But most of the time, they don't. So that's it for today, I guess. I hope uh, I hope I've presented something to help you think and um, give you some neat little ideas. I, I've got a couple of projects I really want to work on, but I've got to get that church report done first. It's always something, isn't it? It's always something. How do we manage, ladies and, and gentlemen? But how do we manage? Sometimes it's just crazy absolutely crazy so if you got this far in the in the video i i hope i hope that you were pleased with something that you heard that you heard something that piqued your interest and made you think oh i might try that or you know that's interesting information something good to know if you have suggestions something you'd like to me to talk about i'm more than willing to do that hop over to robinholstein.com and go to the contact page in the menu and send me a note about it and um, i'll see what i can do i can't do it all but i can try something um, if there's something in particular that you uh, want to know more about, if you're interested in hosting uh, a B&B from your home and you've never done it before, I'd love to talk to you about it. And um, if you if you have some ideas for food preservation and, and storage and things around the holidays, some of the preps that you like to do, I'd like to hear about that too. Because we all prep a little differently. And uh, it's uh, it's fun to hear especially people from other countries. It's fun to know what they're doing over there. Sometimes uh, some of the fellows from um, other countries will chime in, and I always learn something. I always learn something from them. And I miss see hearing them and seeing them. So you guys, you know, I know you're out there. 
send me a note, say hello, let me know you're still hanging around. It'd be great to hear from you again. So um, if you got this far, remember, if you want a direct book, if you want to come to Holstein House and stay on your way um, as you travel Interstate 6477 to through West Virginia, hop on over to RobinHolstein.com and, and check out Holstein House on the menu. Uh, direct book, use Broad 5, B-R-O-A-D 5, and you have 5% off your full um, your full stay. Uh, if you want to chat more often, uh, hit up me, hit me up, hit up me, hit me up on the on the Telegram group, t.me slash Holstein House Chat, t.me slash Holstein House Chat. That's also in the um, in the description below. And uh, don't forget to like and share and subscribe and all those happy things and to to how do I say poke the al algorithms. <laughs> And I really appreciate you spending some time with me today and uh, we're coming right up on the hour. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up and uh, we'll be back. We'll be doing it again on Friday and I should have five more, five more things to prep. And uh, I don't know if I'll get a video on that or not. I started thinking I really need to put a video together on all those instead of just talking about them. Uh, Cause you know, you can talk about anything, but can you really do it? That's the thing. But we'll go for now. And I really appreciate having you here with us today. And if you're on the re replay of any kind and you want to comment, please do that. And put replay in the comments so that I know that you caught it on the replay and uh, had something interesting to say or not interesting to say. Just just say hello. That's all you got to do. So we will see you again on Friday. Have a good have a good week. We'll see you then. Bye bye. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.